last time on Dice Funk. Ash, conduit of mercy, capture or kill, you need to do so publicly so that it can be seen and appreciated by people. Y'all looking to start a revolution? If this was a video game, there would be a meter that you guys have called reputation. If we want to talk about this Aaron situation, can we do so in writing without him picking up on it? Beatrice will take the remaining seats. Beatrice has tried to have us killed before. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. I'm sorry that I got emotional there and tried to do something dumb. And I bit you, which I'm really sorry about. Oh, it's, it's cool. As if he is filled with machinery, he holds one hand out and his palm gathers energy and he fires a bolt of energy at you. Cool. Before I had my revelatory vision in the desert, there was another man who led this enterprise. He departed back to his casino. So what, what form did you decide to become a conduit of? It is the very concept of deserving. I deserved to win that fight. And so I did. Quantic Dream's new game, Detroit, is, uh, that, that's also a game about, like, what happens in a world where, like, corporations are just like, hey, what if we just, like, didn't care about people, but we automated all the jobs to raise our GDP without, like, no solution for the people that now have no jobs? Don't worry about them. GDP went up. It's good. Also, robots, they have rights? What? In this economy. In this economy. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There's the, there's the line. <laughs> All right. So where we last left this adventure, you guys went to Aaron Aeronautics to find out where Ash, Conduit of Mercy, is. Uh, you traded that information for letting Aaron test his powers out on you, which resulted in you all being beaten unconscious, except for Reese. Mm-hmm. Um, so we joined the action shortly after that. Um, you guys have all been healed, not just by time, but by the most cutting edge state of the art medical robots that are inside Aaron Aeronautics. You're all your health is back, all your spell slots. He like totally gave you guys everything you could possibly have wanted out of the situation. And he is acting like it's not a big deal at all that he just punched you all until you lost consciousness. And he's walking you out to your armored car, the loser mobile, if you will, mm. and just kind of yammering on as if you're friends, because that's the kind of person Aaron is. <laughs> A good person. Frank is just taking this walk very thankful that he does not has not incurred medical bills, because medical bills. <laughs> America. <laughs> <laughs> Lion Hill. Lenar is smoking a blunt. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel like that goes without saying at this point. Fair. <laughs> and can I say I also have a sandwich that I demanded from Aaron? They have a fully stocked kitchen. I've never been in a company, but I've heard of, I've heard tell of companies that have kitchens and food in them. The future in this economy. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's still funny. I don't know why. <laughs> um, so as you guys get up to the car, Aaron says, uh, 
I just want to thank you all one last time for your cooperation. It was extremely helpful. I can't wait to look over all these results. Um, finally, though, I was talking to Katarina just before her passing, and I mentioned to her an experiment that I was in the early phases of. Um, I'm still planning on carrying out this experiment, but I wanted to let you all know um, that I have postponed it until your little revolution or whatever takes place. Uh, I think there's some nice synergy there. So if y'all want to give me a call before you kick that off, I think it might be uh, advantageous to both of us. Can we know what the thing is? <laughs> I'm still prototyping, but uh, Katarina described it as uh, rats in a cage. Perhaps she was thinking of you, uh, Miss Hickenbottom. Seems rude. <laughs> I, I took I took it as more affectionate, but... Risha says... Uh, yeah, I, I don't really think she was thinking about me that much towards the end, really. Um, <laughs> How would you know, Chris, <laughs> what Katarina was thinking about? <laughs> I mean, she was pretty okay with blowing me up with the grenade. No. Uh, once we do all end up in the car, Frank wants to to respond to this to the rest of the group, but not, not until we're uh, sort of away from Aaron. The way he is, he's just kind of smiling and he's just like, this makes total sense. I'm trying, I'm going to do experiment and I would be helpful for you. So it doesn't even make sense for you to turn me down. So I don't think he even considers that possibility. In that case, once we are like back in the loser mobile, uh, Frank's just going to pass a note around to everyone that just says like, yeah, that, that, that guy can kick our ass. And this is a plan that Katarina, who was murdering a bunch of people, was on board with. I'm... Mm, I'm just thinking maybe we think maybe we think twice before we tell him what too much of what we're doing. Yeah, let's get more details before we agree to anything. Uh, he just waves and walks back toward Aaron Aeronautics as you guys have this conversation in the car. He's just like springing a step. <laughs> the mage hand with the notepad draw something and then present it to Frank and the others. And it seems to be a drawing of the middle finger being <laughs> given with an arrow arrow pointed to the word Aaron circled several times. Uh, Frank draws just a bunch of like thumbs up of agreement around this <laughs> oh. middle finger. Lenora draws a penguin. <laughs> Reese is going to pull the parking brake and she's going to head outside and she's going to shout out to Aaron mm -hmm. uh, as she like thunks on her, her Power Ranger helmet. Yeah. And she'll go up to him and say well, we are mighty thankful for the author. I do believe we're going to decline. The revolution in Valentine is going to be one without that kind of violence. Uh. I admire your gumption, Miss Hickenbottom. If y'all are successfully able to change the way Valentine operates, then you are welcome to it. It seems like an awful lot of work, but if you succeed, then I suppose you deserve it. Uh, is there a sunroof in the van? <laughs> It's a it's an armor personnel carrier. I don't think they Damn they it. traditionally have sunroofs. No. Okay. That's that's called a security risk. As I say, nothing ever worth having isn't hard work. Lenora's gonna pop her head out the window and be like, "But if we change our mind, we'll let you know." <laughs> uh, Aaron says, uh, "I agree, Miss Hickenbottom. Sounds an awful lot like something Katarina would say." And then he turns on his heel and walks away. Uh, Reese is going to turn and she's going to pull off her helmet and you can just see she, like her teeth are chattering as <laughs> she like, gets in the car and like, so it starts up the car. I'm going to put half the sandwich in her mouth. 
there are, e- there are easier ways to get the crust off your sandwich, you know. Oh, I was just trying to stop you from grinding your teeth too hard also. A sandwich makes everything better. Um, I'm pretty certain that operating a vehicle while eating is not necessarily safe. Also, the empty calories. <laughs> Every time. That's a, that's a, that doesn't sound like a Reese thing to say. Wait a minute. Okay. Well, anyway. she learned all of her fitness from Katarina. So. Ed's going to shift, and his eyes will shift to indicate this. It's Ed talking now, and he will basically say, if we need to go after Ash and we need to go to where I used to work, we're going to need to get some things together and Head out of the country again, which should be fun. And if you ever casino been to- heist, casino heist, casino heist, casino heist. Yes. Hey, you're not you're not in the van. You're not in the van, Dungeon Master. <laughs> Beep boop, casino heist. <laughs> there you Beep go. Boop, casino heist. Um, <laughs> hey, have you ever been in a place called New Nestwind? It sounds fancy. It is fancy. Do we get a fashion montage? I already have my outfit planned. Down to every detail. You're going to have to look the part. You're going to have to look like you belong in a casino that is frequented by people who on average will blow about a thousand gold a hand on high stakes poker. Casino heist. I'm suddenly realizing that this means we're going into a place where there is a combination of spending lots of money playing cards. Ah, ah. Ah, that's that's the thing we're doing. Fortunately for you, it's nothing. It's nothing like holodeck. It's uh, speak for yourself. It's been a while since you've been there. Maybe I had some holodeck machines. Oh no! Is there a bed? Is there a potential <laughs> video holodeck? <laughs> is there a potential that I will lose money because of playing cards? Because I know my track record. Oh, I know what my track record's like. Not to sound patronizing. But the, the easy solution to that is to keep in mind we're there to take out a person who threatens our very lives. Maybe hold off on the gambling until after the threat has been resolved. Then we can get into dead easy. Yeah. You can come hang out at the bar with me, Frank. That's uh, easy to say until until I know how these things go. I know how these things go. We'll see. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So why don't you guys tell me where you're going and what it looks like? When I say people, I guess I mean sketch, because this is all about Ed's backstory. On the plus side, it is actually feasible to drive to where we're going. It's just basically on the other side of uh, Lion Hill from where we were. So basically, Valentine's in one part of the entire continent, what have you. Um, Lion Hill is another sort of region. And beyond that, there is a region called South Jack, which is a separate country altogether separate sort of region and inside of south jack there is a coastal city named new nesswind new nesswind is a coastal resort city that is sort of an amalgamation between miami las vegas and paradise island from the bahamas so it's basically a place where it's the majority of the economy of it is the casinos and tourism so you have Magic shows happening all over the place. You have multiple casinos. It's basically the city's always lit up either by the sun during the day or by the light during the night. Inside of it, there are multiple locations. There's a couple of key casinos that could be dealt with, but I'm assuming 
the primary casino that the team will be heading to once they get into the the city limits is Ed's old location, uh, which is, at least as far as I know, still called Harker's Casino, uh, which is located, you know, roughly in the downtownish area along what is essentially the uh, new Nesswind Strip, which is sort of the lost the the Vegas Strip of the major casinos in the downtown district there. So there's mul- there's multiple casinos of various types. There's one called like Casino Strickland and various other locations, but Harker's is sort of the ultimate destination. Would you say big name artists like Mariah Ferry and Britney Spears do residencies there? <laughs> <laughs> Did you intentionally make a D&D joke with Britney Spears? You're welcome. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. One interesting note, of course, is that some casinos like Harker's, when it comes to touring artists like Britney Spears, um, (laughs) they may employ the use of their house band in order to provide part of the backing music so that the artist doesn't actually have to pay for their own talent when they're traveling to reduce costs for them and or their publishers in their little 360 deals in which the publisher gets a cut of everything, including touring and merchandising because that's totally not you know harmful to the artists i don't know where i'm getting this from austin i don't know hey, where hey 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 is are, are there comedians performing there at the moment like tina fey ah <laughs> good one you should you should just go all the way just got <laughs> tina fey wild i think that would have been just yeah i i suppose i should have i i i got the word fey and was like ah 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 brain a brain did thing good job everyone you're welcome. <laughs> Is anyone else picturing Britney Spears as just a D20 with arms and legs? <laughs> <laughs> and like a bad hair, like a big like wig on top of it? Yeah. Not a lace front, no. Yeah. All right, so you guys are going to this uh, basically Las Vegas-esque casino fun time town to uh, find Ash, who is apparently in Harker's Casino. Harker used to be the person who employed Ed. He worked uh, in one of these casinos as uh, a musician before being drawn into the game between the different companies that eventually Harker lost his version of the game to Aaron. Mm-hmm. So that's why Aaron has the company in Lion Hill and Harker has kind of retreated back to this other country because his power has diminished, but he still runs the best casino in this casino town. So he's doing pretty fine. Mm-hmm. Not to interrupt, but perhaps the title of the episode could be Crit Me Baby One More Time as the lead in. <laughs> Oh my that gosh. People won't know until they actually get to the payoff. <laughs> uh. It's on the it's on the short list. So what do you guys do in pulling off the most spectacular of heists? The the casino heist is the jewel of any heist campaign. Yeah. Um first things first, uh Ed is going to call somebody once we're kind of within city limits and such. Ed's going to get in contact with Marshall Kennedy about this uh situation here. So he gets his phone out, dials up a few numbers, and calls up Marshall real quick. Is this line secure, Ed? I'm calling you because we are in town to basically get Ash. Sounds suicidal. What's the occasion? <laughs> we're, we're under instructions from the administrative branch of Valentine's Crown Corporation to uh, shut Ash down or at least incapacitate him so he can be taken in for processing. We were told by Aaron of Aaron Aeronautics 
that Ash has retreated back to Nesswind to probably Harker's or wherever else he's hiding out at. And we're going to need to have a strategy to take him down. You and every two-bit criminal on this continent wants to take down Harker's. It's the the biggest uh, clam there is. If you're trying to look for pearls, what's up? What can I help you with? Do you have any sort of information on where Ash might be right now? You've been pretty good at having a pulse on where he is generally. Is he, in fact, in town and in Harker's? Or is he somewhere else in town? The sensors that I was monitoring were damaged when you threw him off a 108-story building. But if he's in Harker's, then... Yeah, he's probably in hiding. Uh, there's some obviously criminal connections. No one has a casino that is free of organized crime. So there's a pre- plenty of places to hide and ne'er do well in Harker's. First and foremost, he jumped out of the building himself. I didn't throw him out of anything. <laughs> okay. If I, if I get any information, I want you to double check on it. I'll make sure to get in touch with you, probably through more secure means. Just letting you know I'm in town. And hopefully this operation can go by nice and smoothly without any collateral damage. You know what I mean? I mean, no operation this big ever gets pulled off without some complications. So prepare for that. But I'll send you over a dossier on the basic info, floor plan, uh, points of interest, basic security features. I'm not going to compromise my location, but I can do a dead drop if you need equipment. The dead drop might be useful. I think for now, just a dossier will be... Useful. I'll ping you if you need a dead drop of anything. All right? Yep, sounds good. All right. Talk to you later. Stay noited. (laughs) (laughs) All the NPCs are going to say that from now on. Ed's going to sort of relay that information to the others. Uh, Frank's just going to respond, always forget how competent you are until you do stuff like this. And then I remember, oh, yeah, you actually know what you're doing in this group. Uh, trust me, uh, I have no idea what I'm doing here with respect to running a heist. Usually, I've told you before, I was the one that was told what to do, and I just made sure that the job was done. This is, not only am I going to be trying to, we're going to be trying to run a heist, we're going to be running a heist against the people that would make me do jobs in the first place. There's one casino that's like probably the place to check, and if we do, I've got spells if, as long as this can, a casino is less than a thousand feet across, I could probably find out if Ash is there. On top of that, got to make sure we're looking. We're looking the part to get to go in there because we've got to walk in looking all nice and swish. <laughs> I don't know what else there is we need to do other than other other preparation wise is make sure we look swish and then cast a spell to find out if he's in this big casino. Marshall Kennedy said he'd dead drop you guys supplies. Obviously, your script is no good in New Nesswind, mm-hmm. the country where you are now. That's new, N-E-S-S-W-I-N-D. Um, but he will trade you your script for gold at a, let's say, favorable rate to him. He is making money on this. But sure. it's, the, it's the only way you guys are going to be able to pull this off is if you have some cash to throw around in here. So mm-hmm. uh, he also dropped off any clothes you guys need. So that whole overthink squad section <laughs> probably didn't need to happen. Um, it's okay. But yes, um, you guys are 100% sure uh, Aaron was actually under zone of truth when he talked to Reese. And so I'll, I'll just confirm off screen. He was telling the truth. Ash is in Harker's casino. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Aaron would know because Aaron has ways of tracking uh yeah. ash effectively so, so in in that case if we've if we've had clothes dropped off frank now looks like a slightly tacky 90s casino magician 
just like a little, <laughs> a little bit too crisp. He's like trying to be like, yeah, no, no, this is this is what this is what responsible and is correct to be in a casino looks like. Yes. Yeah, I like to say he he sends you the dossier of like the floor plans and he also pings you like a GPS location. You guys drive to it. It's like an abandoned amusement park and there's uh, like a flare <laughs> under a Ferris wheel and there's like a steel box there with all the stuff inside that he dropped off. This guy, I've kind of reimagined him. He was always um, mm-hmm. a criminal, but he's like basically now a survivalist. Like he's like dangerously paranoid, but for absolutely good reason, which is everybody in this world is fucking dangerous. <laughs> Especially those, especially those that um, try to hold regular jobs that don't commit crimes <laughs> to make their day-to-day lives happen, ha. you know? Ha. Those are the most dangerous of people. And he told you, like, back at the beginning of this campaign, he doesn't work in Lion Hill anymore because Aaron basically, like, purged all the people he didn't find useful. And mm-hmm. Kennedy just, like, says straight up, like, Aaron is super dangerous. I would never work with him. Um, he's up to stuff. Like, I've heard people just leave the company because they think he's he's doing like dangerous experiments. Like you guys know that it's, this is actually like Einsoft stuff, but he presents mm-hmm. it. Like I heard this rumor that he's doing some wild experiments and people are quitting. Cause it's just, it's too much, man. So how is the rest of team fashion squad heist looks looking? All right. Full, full to the ankle, skin tight, jumpsuit, halter neck, backless, black Swarovski crystals. Also my sunglasses. Cause I was looking at sunglasses earlier. They're like big square and they have crystals along the top. And the only reason I chose them is because the name of the real sunglasses are Find Me in the VIP. So. (laughs) Find Me in the VIP, bitches. I wonder who gets paid to name sunglasses. That seems like a sweet job. Right? I could do it. Pay me. (laughs) There actually was a pair of sunglasses. They were called the Pay Me Sunglasses. So, Hell yeah. I mean, Ed is going to look mostly black suit sort of affair looking again looking proper looking like he belongs in the building granted he's also worked there for about five years so he knows how to look the part when it comes to being in the building uh reese is going to look like uh the protagonist from uh, persona 5 when you're in the metaverse <laughs> except it'd be plagiarism to just do it outright so her shirt's white instead uh-huh. so ah <laughs> see I, I i'm glad that you told us that because i never saw that coming reference boom um yeah obviously the only song that's playing in the casino is the casino theme from persona 5 whims of fate is the name of that song i highly recommend you listen to it can we play the bank song instead yeah that's a very good one too there's a lot of good music unfortunately there are no overclocked remixes of the persona 5 soundtrack or that's all i'd be playing all season all i'm gonna be able to hear in my head this whole heist is that battle song the one that goes you never see it coming that that's in my head the whole time last surprise is yeah. the name of that song. that's it's that very good. that is my soundtrack to this heist <laughs> i want to specifically note that it includes the mask because otherwise reese would be worthless for this <laughs> <laughs> all right to boost your confidence you're wearing a domino mask Yes. There is a tradition in this show of people wearing domino masks being totally fine and nothing bad happening to them. <laughs> I bet everything good's going to happen. All right. So you guys pull the loser mobile into the parking lot, which is the size of a football field. No one's going to spot you. It's just an enormously popular casino. Uh, it dominates the horizon. It is almost a castle in size and scope. It's, you know, all kinds of wild architecture flourishes that don't do anything except make it look fancier all gold and silver the nightlife is loud in the background you can barely hear yourself think 
Um, I'm going to stop talking now, and you guys describe to me how you heist this casino. So, I don't understand how feet work as a unit of distance, because I'm English and we don't understand things. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... You guys walk across the parking lot. You enter the casino. It is packed. It is noisy. There are cameras everywhere, but you guys notice there aren't a lot of security personnel. In fact, there are only two significant security presences in person, as it were. One near the entrance and one by a restricted uh, employees-only door. These two security forces are large mechanical beings. We've seen a couple different uh, classes of synthetic beings this season. There's the Modron. The naturally occurring uh, shape creatures from the plane of Mechanus. There's uh, slightly bigger, the Warforged, which are built by other sapient species, but which are ensouled when they reach a certain level of sapience. And then there's this third kind of synthetic creature, which you have not seen to this point. They are called Inevitables. Um, this is a D&D <laughs> thing that actually isn't in 5th edition, but it's from older editions. I'm bringing it over. They are, they are to robots what angels are to people. Oh. There are two of them in Harker's Casino. Mm-hmm. They are like six, six, seven feet tall. They're uh, all very intricate, almost steampunk gear works, uh, armored. They are s- serious looking and they're so confident. And their power that Harker's really doesn't have security guards besides these two inevitables on opposite sides of the casino. Mm-hmm. There are still cameras everywhere and sensors and enchantments, you assume. But it, if you get into a fight, it's not going to be like a hundred randos with guns. It's just going to be these two guys. So, so what you're saying is maybe don't pick a fight with them. It would be a boss fight. <laughs> I'll say that. Uh, but Frank, it sounds like you want to use locate creature. Yeah, what I'm basically thinking is like, I want to get to a position, ideally, where we are, like, gonna be able to scan as much of the building as possible with one use of this spell, because it's a nice high-level one. Yeah, absolutely. And I I wouldn't overthink it. Yeah. So you cast Locate Creature. Yeah. It lasts for a minute. Locate Creature is, you name a creature that you are familiar with, a sense the direction to the creature's location for up to an hour. An hour. There you go. As long as you maintain concentration. So you can just walk around the casino. You can do laps out around the outside. You can walk across the floor. You can go to the bar. Uh, you can do anything you want. And you do not sense Ash, Conduit of Mercy. I, I was going to point out one other interesting facet about Locate Creature that, that most people may not realize. This spell cannot locate a creature if running water of at least 10 feet wide blocks a direct path between you and the creature. I, I, I assumed there was not a 10-foot stream running through the casino that I could see. <laughs> It is absolutely perplexing that you don't sense him because he is here. And let me just say, if this was Mm -hmm. a video game, there would be like added to your side quest menu. There'd be like a note or something. It'd be like, here's some evidence for this case. It's more of a matter of the fact that the spell doesn't work as you would expect is in of itself a clue. Frank is going to keep concentration up on that spell for as much of the hour as he can until he needs to do something else. Just... That is an awareness point, and he's he's told everyone else. <laughs> uh, Ed's going to message the rest of the team and essentially uh, whisper to them. The first step is we want to just make sure to case out the layout of this floor just to confirm the floor plans and to take note of anything of interest. So feel free to spread. Just don't draw attention to yourselves. 
I will note from the dossier that there is like an employees only area that is not uh, detailed in the dossier because those blueprints aren't public, but you assume that's where you need to go. Mm-hmm. There's also like bathrooms and there's a bar and there's the the floor. There's the part where the, the slot machines are. There's the part where cards are. There absolutely are holodeck games going oh, on for, for money. <laughs> um, before we deal with that thing that we've not made much use of this season that we kind of did a little bit of early season uh hopefully there's like some some 4g data in there because frank wants to do some googling yeah to see what he can find out about these uh these robot angels and basically what things can they and can they not detect that's a good question um i think probably you would want to roll religion not very useful in a post-god season, but this is a useful uh, moment because they are um, outsiders. Okay. They're not from this plane of existence. Okay. Uh, a, t- a 12. 12 from Frank. Also 12. Two 12s. Uh, so two above averages. So you guys know that these things are incredibly um, hardy. <laughs> They're very difficult to damage. They're very strong. There's a couple different kinds of them. They they are very magical, but their magic is strictly lawful. They are creature. They're like the Modron. They are native to the plane of Mechanus, where mechanical life comes from, and that plane is made out of law. The way that demons and the abyss, where demons come from, is made of chaotic evil. This is just like the physics of this universe. So they would not have access to any spells which are not lawful. And so think to yourself, like, is this a lawful spell? Is this so that that that's a way to guide? Okay, your okay, that that that's beneficial. So 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 zone of truth maybe zone of blunt probably not. <laughs> no, dang. Yeah. Dang. So just ask if, if you if you're wondering about the capabilities, just ask yourself: Is this support law and order? Okay. Are they are, are they are they squares? Are they squares? Probably. Are they wearing khakis? No, they're not wearing khakis. <laughs> no, man. No, no, that'd be terrible. What is the most lawful clothing? Cardigan. <laughs> the most lawful clothing. <laughs> Probably not khakis. Yeah. Um, judges' robes. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture because they're from Eberron, the D&D setting, and mm-hmm. a couple of them are just robots with like armor bits, but one of them is wearing like almost a Greco-Roman style uh, cloak. Uh, like, what, are, what are they called again? Autogas. The creatures are called Inevitables. Inevitable, okay. Yeah. Uh, so you know what? Because uh, casinos, uh, like the most famous casino I know of is Caesar's Palace. Yeah, so. yeah. I was going to say, you're, you're, you're going to go with that angle, aren't you? Yeah, so it's... Their their clothing is absolutely toga themed. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm seeing like a, a picture that you might be looking at the one that has like the robes. Yeah. There are robot angels wearing togas. What do you do? <laughs> Roll initiative. Fight these things. Fuck. I don't know, man. I'm this is a lot. Would you guys prefer if there was just 114 armed guards like a normal casino? <laughs> no. Okay. But the I'm stumped. Yeah. That I'm not. I'm just waiting for other people to kind of do anything they want to do because Ed is going to try to find, um, if his old stomping ground is still active, where the house band is going to be. Yep, at the front of the or at the back of the casino, there is a stage, and there are um, there is a band playing, uh, you know, I guess the Persona Five soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> um, they are all. Uh, Warforged like yourself, um, BT509, a.k.a. Sam, BT5213, Kyle, B- BT5319, 
Herb, and then someone you don't Herb. know, <laughs> and then someone you don't know on bass. These are four Warforged uh, playing uh, the music for the casino, and you recognize three of them. Not the one that replaced you mm-hmm. <laughs> after you quote unquote died. Mm-hmm. Um, the audience doesn't need to remember all these names. There are there are four Warforged musicians here. Ed is just going to kind of keep watch over it and kind of wait until their set is done, which will probably take a little bit of time. So there's space for others to do things that they want to do casino shenanigans yep they take like a five minute break every hour or so exactly so my plan was bad that sounds fun do it i was gonna try to flirt with and charm the bartender to get information and also maybe get him to sneak me into the employee area no i love it this is if this is all good ideas it would be a boring show so the bartender who i do not have like how he just subtly dunked on your idea too she brought it up (laughs) she brought it pre-dunked right um so there's the bartender who i'm gonna say is a goblin he's (laughs) uh he's standing on like a stack of phone books (laughs) so he can see over the bar he's got you know pouring drinks uh spinning around uh those uh what are they called shakers yeah, they're they're called shake they're called shakers. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, and he's doing that. He's doing some stunts when you walk up. And he's like, "Hey, what can I get for you?" Uh, you made it hard. <laughs> Did I? This <laughs> is that voice. What is that? It's just me, the bartender. This is my voice. This is what I sound like. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Hot stuff. You tell me. <laughs> All right, one hot stuff coming up. <laughs> it's a cocktail we have here at Harker's Casino. Okay, I'm trying to charm him, so I'm going to cast Charm Person. Uh, it's just like the idea that every possible line you could use to hit on the bartender or insult the bartender is actually a drink. Right. Like, ah, ah, disgusting freak. That's one of our house specials here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're using Charm Person, which is part of your conduit of magnetism powers, correct? Yes. yes. So you're going to draw him to you. Uh, wisdom saving throw. Oh, he's a goblin, though. They're not very wise, right? (laughs) (laughs) Eleven. Nope. Nope. No, not even a little bit, huh? No. He's charmed. He's in love. He makes you a hot stuff. He's like, (laughs) free of charge for you, ma'am. Oh, wow. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) This is how Lauren flirts, everyone. Just take it in. Oh, thanks. I uh, didn't expect that to work. Right? Um, I just didn't expect the, the voice is really throwing me off. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, so there, bi- big guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. I'm the big guy. Yeah, he's right. not. He's not going to be chopped forever. Just go ask to bag him in the staff area. Oh, oh I would. Oh I love this architecture. It would be so cool if I could arrange a tour of the employee area. Wink, wink. Okay. Why are you wink winking? (laughs) He's charmed by you. I tried to sell it. Alright, roll persuasion with advantage because he is charmed. I got a 20 and a 14, both of which are good, so. Yeah, 20 is extremely good. (laughs) Um, He says, Oh, I can show you the private areas. Ew. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, I mean, that sounds great. I, I, I'm i not disgusted by this. In this economy? In this Come economy? You're forcing it now, Lauren. <laughs> I was forcing it the whole time. I don't know why you guys left. 
All right. So Lenora's chatting up this goblin and it's working. We're going to get back to that in a second. Meanwhile, Ed's watching the band, waiting for an opportunity. Frank and Reese, what are you up to? Uh, Frank is going to be at one of the virtual holodeck cabinets with oh, the, no. the intention with the intention of like providing a distraction should it be needed for the others to sneak in. Um, his his thinking is he knows enough about holodeck that he can probably like bluff his way pretty well if he needs to to be like no 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 the odds on this game are rigged the stats aren't right for that card I'm being I'm being messed around here. To make enough of a distraction if needed to get the others in. Why don't you roll an intelligence check to use the machine to your advantage? Okay, so that's plus five. Frank is actually super duper smart. I don't know if we emphasize that enough. Yeah, it's it's a thing we very rarely get a chance to do, but he has like, what, a plus five on intelligence? Uh, yeah, so that's 14. Frank has the most intelligence a character can have, just like Roland, unless you get some shenanigans that gives you a higher stat than that. It, it, it's surprising, because he never uses it, but he's quite smart. <laughs> if he ever, like, if he stops to go, oh, hey, I can think things through, he does all right. All right, so you take the holodeck machine, you put it on the highest difficulty, and you play it until you get yourself pretty close to winning. Mm. Um, and you know that uh, when you finish this turn, you can win the game and get a huge jackpot payoff, which will draw attention. Okay, okay. So I'm, I'm keeping, I'm trying to keep it on the edge there. So should I need to draw some attention and cause some confusion, we're we're ready to go. Yeah, cool, love it. All right, so I might fuck everything up here. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> so Reese is going to be sitting at one of like the lower stakes kind of tables, like one with the relatively cheap kind of buy-in. Uh, and she's basically just playing along naturally to try to fit in. Mm-hmm. And then she's going to quietly cast the spell Major Image. And she's going to create the image of Ash walking basically like as though like in stride behind one like pillar. So he just like appears kind of then moving towards another pillar where he'll then vanish. And she wants to take notice of who in the casino seems to pay attention to the fact that Ash would be walking by. Ooh, I love this. How about a perception check? Okie dokie. I'm not the good one for this, but I shall try. (laughs) Eight. Ooh, not great. Um, So here's the thing. You make that image and it walks around. And you notice very specifically that it does not bother the inevitables. I'll say that much. Um, Okay. They're the only things that represent um, enforcement in this area. And they do not seem to care. That that sight does not make them react in any noticeable way. So take that how you will with an eight. All right. uh, I have other things I'll I'll try at some point, but I'll, I'll let others go. Yeah, I, I, this is just a round robin. Everyone get out your biggest, coolest heist fantasies. This is the stage. Um, I'm going to just add that Ed, while looking around, trying to look casual, will probably notice the Ash thing and visibly like react to it in a way that might draw a little bit of attention to himself. But, you know, try to keep it together. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But it's just one of the things where like Ed noticed, didn't understand what was going on, but like he noticed. Also, it's surprising that the, the team has not completely blown up the building yet. This is great. I know, we're actually like being vaguely competent. Like I think maybe the, right. the closest the, the most like showboaty thing Frank's doing right now is he's maybe taking a picture on his phone of how close he is to the jackpot just to send to Algernon and be like, still got it. <laughs> 
Nice. At what at some point, I'm assuming that the band will take a break. At which point, as casually as he can, kind of approaches the stage area and makes a move towards um, Kyle, who is a red BT unit. Um, as a contrast to um, Ed's being a blue colored unit, Ooh. and he's going to kind of casually just be and just say to Kyle's like. After all this time, you're still as good as ever, Kyle. Uh, he looks uh, shocked because he thought you were dead, first of all. Um, but he recovers after a moment of shock and responds, Oh, that does make sense. I was wondering why Ash was here. I'm not sure what they told you, but he was given the uh, order to take me out of the entire system about five years ago. It didn't turn out that way, and now here I am after all this time. Sorry I didn't get in touch with you guys in all this time, but I had to kind of lay low out of fear of my own well-being. They told us you had a virus. I wouldn't really call it a virus, but we can touch base about that later on. If you Do you have a moment? Uh, can you have the rest of the band you know, just do a trio for a little bit? <laughs> I wanted to introduce you to some people real quick. <laughs> sure. Kyle says, uh, <laughs> Sam, take it for a walk. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> just, they're they're going to noodle for a while, but he's going to scoot away with you. Ed's going to try to kind of locate probably the most visible person in the team. At this point, it's probably going to be Reese because, uh, what, Frank's off at one of the machines and Lenora is trying to, you know, Get on slash not get on with a goblin. So I'm talking to the big guy. The, the big guy. <laughs> it's me, the big guy. <laughs> Ed walks over to where Reese is at the table. Uh, is she still playing cards? All right. Uh yeah. He's going to uh, walk up, tap Reese on the shoulder, and let's get a brief attention. Uh, Kyle, Reese, Reese, Kyle. Uh. This is a friend of mine that came over here from Valentine that's trying to help me out with the situation regarding Ash. Uh, Kyle shakes your hand, Reese, if you accept it. I do, and I continue with it, and I say, I hope that you can be an ally of justice. <laughs> um, he says, I have no idea what that means, but uh, it's... I don't fun. either, but you should <laughs> kind of... Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're just looking at Kyle and Ed, and you notice they they could be like twins. They're from the same product mm-hmm. line, except they're just different colors. Yeah, their chassis are basically identical. They're just different colors. Um, for those that care, um, Sam is purple chassis, and uh, Herb is gray slash silver chassis. Um, that's what the core band looks like for you fan artists out there and all that good stuff there. But um I imagine the the musician they replaced you with is another blue yeah. BT unit. So oh, just like that feels so offensive. Yeah. It's They're weird. Like one one blue robot's the same as another. It's almost like the employers think of them as interchangeable. Weird. Weird. Ed then says uh to uh Kyle, we suspect that it's well, more likely than not that Ash is in the employee area. So I don't want to risk your job here or anything, but if there's any way you could help us get in there, uh, that would be very helpful. 
I can only go into the employee area so far. After a certain point, the security gets even tighter farther in until the mm-hmm. the owners, the vault. It's uh, I can't I can't get you there. I can get you through the first doors as a guest, but it will draw attention. What if there was a way to draw that tension away for a moment? Also, I've got a distraction too. Double distractions. I've got a big guy. He's got, she's got the big guy. <laughs> I think as long as the distraction kind of keeps things fairly low key, that would be the best way to go about it. Perhaps I'll save this one then, because this will probably be more intrusive than <laughs> another. Uh, or perhaps I'll save this one for one on our way out. <laughs> I love Reese. Let's worry about hitting the jackpot while we're ready to cash our chips if we want to make more gratuitous, unnecessary casino references here. Um, Slots. Slots. Love them. Cribbage. I don't know. It's like... Roulette. Craps. Kyle says he can he can get you behind the inevitable at the security area, but he says there's more. Basically, what he's saying is there's more security to worry about after that. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah. I figured as such. Um, F- physical security or electronic security? Both. <laughs> Knowing this place, both. Yes. Yeah. Harker is a fairly paranoid individual which is completely understandable given the line of work we're dealing with here. And uh, there's layers of security to ensure that people don't get into places they don't belong. Okay. So I just want to try to potentially uh, sequence break here. And I just want to ask what might be a simple question, but I don't know. Uh, So I just want to ask Kyle, is there any place in this casino that's not in this casino? Like, pocket dimension of any kind oh pocket. <laughs> uh kyle says I- i've never seen anything like that but harker is very 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 rich so the chances of him of him having access to that are essentially 100 percent. i wouldn't be surprised but when i was when i worked here we wouldn't even know about that stuff i mean all we did was we played music and then i'd get pulled aside to work on other jobs with ash and that was basically how things worked around here. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, because Chris is very smart and therefore Reese is very smart, that would be a good solution to Ash is here, but he doesn't show up on Locate Creature. That would indeed. In either case, I see one of our friends over there as uh, Ed points over to Frank. Frank likes, Frank does like some sign language back or something to be like, yeah, no... I, distraction if you need it. All good. I, I think I think he's saying that the buffet is free on Sundays. I don't think that's accurate. Um, <laughs> like Ed does, like Ed does. Thieves can't sign back to Frank, but obviously Frank doesn't know thieves can't. So it's like two people who can't talk sign language to each other going Why back and forth. Aren't you using message? <laughs> it's free. I, I just like the, the 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 image of like two people who don't know sign language trying to do sign language. Uh, I like the idea that you're both trying to talk to each other in like the least convenient way possible when a way better option was still there. Eventually, Ed will use message to contact Frank and ask, "You got something over there?" I'm like, I am I am on standby to win a jackpot over here. I can cause a distraction that will get get everyone distracted 
worst worst case scenario, I can always follow him behind afterwards with invisibility or something. If like you know, there's there's been a convenient excuse for the door to be open, but I can I can make an excuse to get you guys in. With a fourteen, you can create a distraction. I don't think it'd be enough to pull both guards off their post. It would just be a big distraction. The distraction seems like a good idea. I'm not sure you're going to be able to get that far with invisibility in here. Either the cameras are going to have some tech that might be able to detect you, I would guess, or the inevitables will spot you. So wh- why don't you guys think about that a little bit? Because at the bar, uh, the goblin... God damn it. <laughs> the goblin says, All right, I'm going to take my break now. Cool. <laughs> he eye waggles. He eye waggles unnecessarily and awkwardly. Wow, I'm really interested in architecture. Mm-hmm. And I mean that literally, although I think it's too late. <laughs> but yeah, let's go look at the employee area. Wow, what a what a beautiful building. Alright, so I mean you got a twenty on your roll, so he's gonna take you uh past the inevitable to the employee break area, which he calls Make out point. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm allergic to making out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is just my luck. Can I buy you some pretzels or something? <laughs> yeah, I can use a pretzel. <laughs> I've never considered that as the response to being turned down. You want some? You want to smoke a joint? That's the that's the title. Can I buy you some pretzels? There, it's an employee lounge. There's a vending machine. It has some pretzels. I don't know. Oh, geez, they're probably expired. Knowing this place. So, uh, does Lenora actually pull out a joint? That's that's probably illegal, right? Or is it? Is it like a state where it's legal? <laughs> it's recreational weed, legal in New Nestwind. It's gray market. Yeah, it's gray market. It's decriminalized. I mean, like, again, like I said, Vegas, Miami, Bahamas, you draw the connection about legality here. No, don't smoke it in front of the uh, the angel robot, but... I'll bring out my vape pen. They'll never know if it's weed or an e-cig. Okay, so you and the go- the goblin bartender uh, vape and eat pretzels in the employee lounge. <laughs> I'm waiting for what else to arrive. Thanks for helping, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I got me in. Mm-hmm. So, uh, where are you from? <laughs> Is the team ready for me to set off my uh, my distraction? <laughs> I, w- I want to see where this discussion goes. This is this is intriguing here. I was going to say your mom's house, so probably not. <laughs> <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? That would not go over well. All right. No, that would be terrible. So Reese and Ed are together with Kyle, the Warforged. Uh, musician uh frank is over at the machine frank you can cause a distraction but like i said it's, it's going to distract everyone in the casino but the guards so would would it distract the guards if when i won my jackpot i went help yourselves everyone it's on me if it started a riot 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 that's i a riot of who gets who gets my my jackpot winnings i can go for that yeah, that would be worth guard attention. Okay. It's like it's like Frank finally finds an avenue where his hollow deck plague can actually earn him riches. And what does he do? He gives it all away. <laughs> let's 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 go. Frank's pulling the trigger. Frank has played his last move. He's winning the jackpot. All right. So you play Green Eyes Ultimate Fire Monster Dragon, and you win the game. Um, why don't you roll 
persuasion or performance i was gonna say yeah performance yeah to really play up these winnings and start throwing gold around okay right so come on you come on you shitheads money's on the house (laughs) 25 it's a crit natural 20 can we get some more enthusiasm on you crushing this entire heist crit 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 woo got my 25 Who's, who's won the jackpot? Double jackpot. Double jackpot. You know, you got a jackpot in the game and a jackpot on the double dice. Double jackpot. Double jackpot. Here we go. Daily double. Tonight's on me. Who wants some gold? Ah, first one. First serve. Come out yourself. Let's win. This reminds me of the wrestling arc when there was one role where Katarina could have convinced the booker to change everything so she won and you just happened to crit on it. It's like... <laughs> There's a thousand rolls every arc, and just every once in a while, there's a winning roll, and <laughs> you guys crit on it twice now, mm-hmm. so. So, yeah, Frank Frank has done his many shouts and is basically telling everyone, hey, I just won the jackpot, come help yourself to some cash. All right, so, Frank, you start throwing gold pieces in the air, and you start a riot in Harker's Casino, and people start, you know, trampling each other to get to the gold you're throwing around, and that is sufficiently violent that the inevitables have to step in and uh, these giant angel robots start just lifting people off their feet and pulling them out of the scrum. They can, like, each of them can pick up, like, three or four people per hand. You're, like, getting a sense of how strong they are and how hard that boss fight would have yeah. been. So as- please, please, please keep from being too excited, sir. Please keep from being too excited, ma'am. I, I just have to check that they're not both... Um concentration spells but i kind of wanted to do both invisibility and expedious retreat quickly they are both they are both they are okay. both concentration well, in, that, spells. in that case i'm going to invisibility like as soon as the chaos starts and just try and like get going for that door all right at the same time kyle says to reese and ed like all right i can take you guys to the employee area and just starts walking away all right um ed is gonna follow kyle uh, you guys walk through the employees only doors and uh, past the uh, Frank is there invisibly. Um, I guess Kyle knows that because you guys were sign languaging across the, <laughs> the casino. So he saw that. And you guys walk past the uh, employee lounge and you see Katarina in there vaping with a goblin. Katarina. <laughs> uh, you guys see. Oh, shit. She's alive. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> You, you saw Katarina. Oh, man, that's a weird disguise you put on there, Lenora. Why would you do that? Stop having such similar names, characters. Uh, you see Lenora vaping <laughs> with a goblin. Sup? <laughs> uh, Kyle says, all right, I can't take you any further, but if you go down that way, there's a fork. One route takes you to Harker's office, and one will take you to the vault. Do you know which one's which? Yes, left is Harker, right is vault. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Just because last time we had a fork, we didn't know which way to go. I thought it was worth checking. Ed's going to look to Kyle and sort of like put a hand on his shoulder and say, Thanks, Kyle. Maybe next time I'm around here, uh, we can play a set again for old time's sake, you know? I would like that. He smiles, puts a hand on you. actually gives you like a little hug and uh, heads back out to the casino floor where there is a riot going on. And and the and the obviously the music is gonna change from the band while there's a riot happening. It's gonna change to one of the other Persona Five songs, which I forget the names of. Yeah, it's now it's Rivers in the Desert. There you go, that's a good one. Um Alright, there's a goblin looking at Lenora and her friends. What's up? Hey, I'm the big guy. This is the big guy. Do I recognize him? 
Has a goblin is a goblin a new employee or is he around when I worked at the casino? I, no, I think it's funnier if you're a stranger. He's like, are these your friends? Do they want some pretzels? They're making me thirsty. Eleonora, how's 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 your uh, makeup allergy going? <laughs> a makeout allergy going? How, how's how's being allergic to making out going for you? Oh, it's a, it's a struggle every day. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're just gonna let that slide. That somehow you guys set that up beforehand. It's fine. Um, what do you guys do? Uh, what's the goblin's name? <laughs> big guy. What's his real name? It, 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 it's it's first first name Big, last name Guy. It's not that complicated. He says you can call me Big Guy. <laughs> like, that is the most. That's like the most. Oh, uh, it's just the most. It is the most it's that you can do that most. character. You guys can't see my facial expressions when I say that. I'm being very skeevy. There's a lot of tongue involved. It's that's, totally that's unnecessary. That's the world's going to be using. Uh, no. Damn it. I should have said, I should have called you off for being no. skeevy. <laughs> damn it. Ooh. Okay. So what would I have to roll to just like try and hit this goblin over the head to just knock him out? No, man. You bought me pretzels. <laughs> I, I have, I have like a plan, but it requires us to not have to worry about where this goblin, uh, goblin is. All right, big guy. I think it's time for you to go back on shift. I'll wait here. Um, the way D and D works is there's not really one roll you can make to just win a fight. If you knocked him yeah. out in one round and did non-lethal damage, you just don't. You'd have to take the risk of not doing enough damage. But it's it's possible you did it to the um, Droney Maloney's in the first arc. Okay. Okay. Hey, why don't you like take a nap and close your eyes and cover your ears and don't pay attention if you hear any weird noises down those oh, hallways. Oh, you made him use the 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 weed vape. Can we get like a roll to see if he falls yeah, asleep? Yeah, he's stoned. <laughs> he's stoned. He's charmed. All right, I'm gonna make a Constitution saving throw as big guy. I want you to make a Constitution saving throw too, Lenora. I just want to say, as a seasoned weed smoker. <laughs> I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you say that every episode. <laughs> Fourteen for big guy. Uh oh. Do I get advantage Uh-oh. because I'm bigger? No. Fifteen. Holy shit. Yeah, you did very well. Uh, so you you just feel good, Lenora, and big guy feels pretty good too. You have advantage on persuasion checks against him, but you have to make a pretty compelling argument to le- leave you guys here in the employee only area because he could lose his job over this. Well, Ed's pretending to be an employee. Oh, big guy, I don't want you to be late for clocking in, and now you need those coins. Uh, this guy can give me the tour. He's an employee, right, bud? You'll have a chance later on. It's not worth risking for the time being, you know? With advantage, it was a 20. I'll make sure she doesn't go anywhere. All right, with the 20, uh, big guy says, Ah, it's okay. I'm thirsty anyway. I'm going to go back to the bar. Don't get, in, don't get into any trouble. Yeah. Make sure to hydrate yourself. I heard that dry mouth's a heck of a condition. Got mad cotton mouth. <laughs> he just rips a massive cloud and walks out of the <laughs> employee-only area. <laughs> well, we can do one of two things. We can try to break into the vault right away, or I can march into try to march into the office of the guy that potentially ordered me to be killed off and, you know, give him a piece of my mind before we do so. I'm not sure which one is the better option, though. Before we do either of those, I'm going to do something here quickly. And Frank is going to cast Alarm on the door between the casino floor and the uh, staff area. Ah, uh, incredibly smart. Love it. Yeah. So we should now know if anyone else, like, enters this staff area that we're going to have to contend with. Brilliant. My My gut as a player is that... 
vault seems like a place that would like if if we're if we're looking for somewhere that's going to be a pocket dimension a vault seems like a good place to have not like to have not actually be in the in the thing i i agree but we also as players remember a certain season of dice Fug in which somebody's office was also a pocket dimension. Right, that's what I was thinking. And that's too. equally why I'm like, yeah, Austin's not going to do that twice. It's going to be the vault. I say we split up. No. <laughs> but if we do, I want to go with Reese. <laughs> I'm so quick to like, de- like deny it, and it. Because then we're a cat and a rat. We're cat and a rat. Ed Ed's position is he can go either way. We we I think I think we just choose one direction to just go as a group. Either way, we're gonna get so we're, we're possibly gonna set up an alarm either from Harker himself or from the vault itself. So we got we got our choices. I vote Harker first. I'm I'm willing to trust Ed's judgment. Ed, 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 you you know what you're doing here. I, I trust you. Part of me just wants to think that we can go into Harker's office, convince him to to let us get Ash and get out of here as smoothly as possible and we don't have to make a bigger scene. Another part of me just wants to give that guy peace of my mind if he's in fact the one that called me to be killed off those years ago. So I think in both case, I want to I want to see if we can get a Harker's office here. If we're going to Harker's office first, I have another cunning plan. <laughs> a cunning plan? Uh, a cunning plan. Uh... Frank is going to use disguise self to make himself look like big guy. No, <laughs> oh, he's going to lose his job. Uh, <laughs> oh no, I'm just realizing there's a big height difference. Maybe I can't pull off big guy. No, you can't. <laughs> well, the, po- the point is if someone wants to like pet big guy's head, <laughs> they like would, their hand will just hit your chest. And then the illusion would disappear. I, I can, I can, as long as no one's touching me, I can look like someone drastically different size to me. Okay, that's cool. Make yourself look like a, like one of, like a, one of the band dudes or something. No, that would be no. Ed would not allow that. Oh, but big guy's got to get thrown under the bus. Yeah, I look like big guy now. Yeah, I look like big guy. <laughs> I love this plan. All right, so Frank, you disguise yourself as big guy the goblin, the new breakout <laughs> no. NPC fan favorite. <laughs> Um, and you lead the group down to, there's a lot of stuff we're skipping past. There's a bunch of like corridors and dead ends and stuff that you guys don't need to worry about. Uh, Ed can help you maneuver. Mm-hmm. You guys get to the fork in the road you were told about. Uh, there's left and right. You guys take left to go to Harker's office. You ascend a staircase to the, uh, boss's kind of floor area. You walk down more hallways. You pass people. There are people here, um, doing various stuff because you know casinos are big there's a lot of people mm. but they see you big guy and they know you're allowed to be here and you're leading this group so they like give you finger guns and they're like hey man how are the pretzels or <laughs> whatever yeah they good eyes good being big guy yeah hell yeah big guy we love you <laughs> and ed still lo- ed, ed, ed still looks like a bt unit so yeah as far as they know you're just one of the band members they they don't i mean they may consider you people but you know, second-class citizens, probably. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's that's that that might have been part of the implication of my design. Maybe, maybe, just slightly. But that works to your advantage. So they ignore you. Oh yeah. And they assume that most of your group's allowed to be here, and you're showing other people around. So everyone's just, uh, you know, waves you through or doesn't pay you any mind. Um, there's a couple different confrontations you guys actually skip past here because uh, if you had just walked in without 
I was I was excited. If you hadn't done the big guy disguise, we were going to have more things to trip you up on the way. But you're fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so as you exit um, the last area before Harker's office to adulation, people are just like, we love you, big guy. It would break my heart if you were fired. <laughs> no! <laughs> it would break my heart if you were fired due to somebody impersonating you walking straight into the boss's office and somehow saying something incriminating. That'd be the worst. Yes. You guys get to a corridor, and at the end, you see Harker's office. Uh, the door is closed, and there are two people standing in front of it. Uh, Ed, you recognize these people. Uh-oh. I, I, I'm Okay. There's... I'm going to guess who these people are. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to guess that they're the other members of uh, Ed's old uh, team that he would run jobs with. That is correct. Uh, yes. So if listeners want access to your entire backstory that you wrote out in document form, where would they find that? I guess what we'll do is it will make sure to just attach the Google Doc as part of the posting here on YouTube and otherwise. Um, but there's a Google Doc I've set up that is basically Ed's backstory as tr- as described in the first person in data log entries. All right, um, I'll, I'll put it in the episode description. But yeah. as far as the audience knows, the we've given you all the important information. There's yeah. just more is all I'm saying. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like these people, is, this is not going to be hugely consequential to, to the plot, I assume. Um, there are, Skitch just likes his, his, his big backstory. There, there, are, there are two people here. They're both human um, because not everyone in Ed's sort of job crew were forged um, because some people had to be trustworthy in that lot. And, you know, <laughs> forged aren't people. So um, one is a female her and her name is Pond. The other is a male. His name is Booker. And they're just probably standing at the doorway leading into Harker's office. Everything you just said is true. Yes. Okay. Um, Frank, as big guy, is going to come up to the door and be like, "Hey, I caught these. Uh, caught these. Caught these guys. Uh, sneaking, sneaking around the door. Uh, sneaking around. Uh, they, 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 they were causing all sorts of nonsense. I uh, wanted to wanted to check what the boss wanted done with them." Ed's going to just look straight at Pond and see how she reacts when she looks back at him. All right. So first, uh, Frank, make a deception check. <laughs> okay. What? Well- what what is my deception like? Do do do. Oh, it's a plus two. It's all right. Yeah, just your net charisma without proficiency. Yeah, twelve. All right, twelve is not particularly good. These are pretty perceptive people. They're basically uh, operatives, like Ash. <laughs> In a different tabletop game, they would be shadow runners. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry if that doesn't mean anything to you. Um, yeah. So they recognize that um, there's something weird going on. Did did they recognize that my uh, my big guy voice changed between the last time I used it in this one and it no longer sounds like him? Because that that would probably tip them off. No, if the DC was fifteen, you got twelve, so you fail, and they took a, they take a harder look at you than they would have otherwise. And Pond locks eyes with Ed, and after a moment of just being like, "Oh, this is a Warforge," like many of the Warforge to work here, something clicks in her head, and you see she goes to reach for her sidearm. She has a gun. Ed just Ed will lift a hand and say, "We don't need those right now. I just need to talk. I think I deserve at least that." Persuasion. Her hand rests on her gun. About to quick draw on you. Twenty-five. That's very very good. <laughs> um, Pond and Booker look at each other, and Booker reaches back and knocks on the door and says. 
Boss, I think we have a problem. Austin. Credits. I love credits. May 2018. Whoa, a new month. <laughs> That's That's what it is. Thank you. You're welcome. Do you want to read me some music credits? I do. Overclock Remix is a person, not a person. What? <laughs> it's just one guy. It's just one guy. No. Uh, thanks, of course, as always, to Overclock Remix for the music. We use trance version, an arrangement of theme from Ghosts and Goblins, and Badass, an arrangement of One Winged Angel from Final Fantasy VII, as well as Redesign Your Logo by Lemon Demon, aka Neil Sisierga. Check out his music. They're all very good. Thank you for every music. Every single note. Wow. Thanks, guys. Also, other credits. Executive producers, I think. Uh huh. Okay, executive producers for May 2018 are Joseph Tombrello, Extellaris, Kerstin Haslinger, Aaron Aeronautics, Jesse Young, Devin Smith, Sivarden Akrasimova, Arna Helgadotter, Brent, The Cult of Gorfanax. Paul Mullen, Dr. Goatman, Toshiro Kuro, Andrew Grothen, Levi the Young, Kevin Dobbins, Anthony Sever, Morgan Rapp, Andrew Falu, Condent of Mediocrity Itself, Puck, Loannis Soy My Name, Nicolopolis, Aw, Tinierskis. Oh, is that a joke <laughs> on my name? That's a joke on your name. They wrecked me. Uh, is that Joachim or Joachim? I'm sorry, uh... Joachim slash Joachim Groning. I tried. Jerry Flowers. Jasper Singh. John Barnett. Hugh Cumber. Hustle Bones. Killer Cotton Chisno. Nicholas Dominic. Isaac Aravalo. Yam. Oh, yams are delicious. That's not a name. <laughs> I can't make jokes anymore. Anna Michael. Fuck off. Andrew Birmingham. Jenna Helver. Uh, Douglas Williamson. The Most Wise Guru. Z 23619. Quench the Void. Adorkable Smile. Vizzy Huggles. Jay Logan. The cast of Dungeons the Gathering. Madison McKenzie. Notorious Stoltz. Victoria Melito. Scotty Villahard. Aline. Maz Jin. Katerion. Ren. Ayanar Johansson. Carter Rayner. Major Tam. Matthew B. Hare. Jorgen, please don't butcher my name, Austin Winewickford. <laughs> I switched the order back there to get you the one that specifically called me out by name. Oh, wait, did you do that on purpose? No, did I wish I had, me? though. Oh, okay. Joy Fox. Razumi Yazura. Albert West. Ken Furstall. Eleanor Nonante Sees Periton. Scott Cummings. Starlight Glimmer Did Nothing Wrong. Juman Jack. Melly Tish. Arjun DeKonig. Grimlock. John Potts. Dawson Parr. Noah Sudret. Ziphosaurus. Elderly Goose. Salad Child. Sarah Stone. Thorsten Gross. Castor UK. Aki Savalainen. The Paladin's Wife. Florian H. 
Mostradamus. <laughs> you enjoyed that one. In the whole world. Junk 2.0. The Hadcells. Dominic Bowden. Melissa Nielsen. Don. Evgeny Chai. Connor Reynolds. Pruitt Holcomb. Artemis BJJ Brazilian Jiu Jitsu in Bristol. Francois V. Shyness. Dennis Pancake Jetlifson. Miko from Finland. Dennis Bankson. Josh Mosier. Indigo Vandane. Anxiety itself. Same. Big mood. Sydney Marzing. Just a jester. Brady Warner. Kitty Foe. James Neely. Marissa Donaldson. M. Joe. Lana Sewell. Toby Gleason Stack. Matthew Weber. Melissa Booker. Cameron Abbas. Dylan. Anna Stuhlfar. Sean, the host of Funk Dunk Plays. Harrison Andrew. Christopher Charlow. Jorit. Vigar Arnston. Cody Jackson. And August Rue. <sighs> well, we did it, even though you gave me a hard time. I control so much more relentlessly. I guess it's fair, because I feel like every week we own the hell out of you. <laughs> That's basically the show. So you gotta get yours in somewhere. Also, thanks to all the people on the show, like uh, Skitch at skitch.bandcamp.com slash skitch dot skitch. Dot bandcamp slash bandcamp dot skitch slash. Skitch. Skitch.bandcamp.com <laughs> is the real one. I hope you just listen to these because I'll feel really bad. <laughs> Chris is at patreon.com slash weekly manga recap. But Laura is Laura K. Buzz, and then also on Kotaku, which you know that. Kotaku Kaktai Snarkana? Yeah. Kotaku.co.uk, not the American one. Which apparently is different. It is. Click on that one. Who knows what you'll get? Gita Jackson? Who? I, <laughs> this is narrow <laughs> casting of the highest order. Oh, okay. Thanks to the many cats and I think one dog who live in the houses of all of us. Mm-hmm. Good animals. Yeah. Shout out to Zelda and Anna. They're goblins and Smudge, who sounds like a perfect angel. Mm-hmm. Oh, the show. It's at patreon.com slash Austin Yorsky. Oh, shit, us. Yeah. Yeah, and Google Play and iTunes and really everywhere. Is there anywhere it isn't? I don't know. It's on Podbean. Yeah, that bean. Yeah, and you can just like like it and subscribe and comment and do stuff. Tell Austin how great he is. Nobody really knows what any of that does. I hear there are algorithms involved. I love a good algorithm. <laughs> a good algorithm really hits the spot. Yeah, it really takes the edge off. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every time we record credits, everyone's like, oh no, are they okay? Let me tell you, we're not okay. Yeah. <laughs> you think this is the part where we reassure you and go, no, we're fine. But no, actually, we're dying. Yay, death.